Hey guys, welcome back. You're listening to Femdementalist. My name is Mehek. My name is Faiza. And uh, this is our take on weird shit in the South Asian community. Forget about that talk. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I know we say something <laughs> after the introductions, and I don't know what it is. We're workshopping it. Yeah, we're we're making our way through it. Um, today we also have, I think, our fourth guest, right? So we had. Sure. We had uh, your girl, oh, yeah, Cammy, yeah. uh, Drew, yeah. and Shema Azam. Yeah, uh, Shema is a friend of mine who I've known for over a decade now. Yeah, I met like you, 10 years. Yeah, which is <laughs> kind of crazy. And I think I still remember exactly where I first met you for the first time. But That's another episode. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Um, Shema is a blogger extraordinaire and an editor at Allure, which is where we are sitting right now in their fancy ass <laughs> So shout out to Allure. Um, and we are super, super excited to have you. So thanks for finally making some hey, time. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be part of the weird shit that yeah. you guys talk about. <laughs> Lots of weird shit to go around. Do you want to kind of give a quick background on yep. yeah, what you blog about? Yeah, so um, I am a writer slash editor, and I started in New York a long time ago at a small magazine that doesn't exist anymore. But basically, I moved on to Mary Claire and then freelanced for five years after that at a bunch of publications, Vogue, Elle Decor, New York, um, Magazine, um, Seventeen, Cosmo, pretty much every And Allure was one of the places I freelanced, and long story short, I think two years ago, I, I joined their staff. Um, but I also have a blog called Beauty and the Feast, um, mm-hmm. which I started five years ago, and like the name suggests, it's all about makeup, beauty, and food. And that was my own kind of passion project. And, and it blew up. It did, yeah. I don't know about blow up that's how I was introduced to you was through beating the oh yeah I didn't know that well yeah no it's 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 something that yeah I guess it kind of snowballed I would say um it's not it's still there uh obviously I'm writing for Allure so it kind of took a backseat a little bit but it still exists and it's still something that I associate with so um yeah that's kind of the short intro to what I do nice um so in, I think, probably our very first episode, we were kind of touching on social media and how um, there's definite downsides to it because people end up focusing so much on, like, this image that they want to project versus who mm-hmm. they may or may not actually be. And without naming your name, I cited you as an example of somebody who, like, has managed to stay very not corny and very, like, authentic to who I know you to be in real life, which it's not easy to do by any means and it's not common, at least amongst the people I know. Thank um, you. so <laughs> and now everyone knows it's me. <laughs> <laughs> so can you like maybe talk us through what your process is? Is it something you think about very like consciously? Like, how am I going to brand myself? How am I going to like take this picture without coming off as a total your image? Loser? Um, yeah, so I've talked to so many people about this, even you, uh, I think a couple of times. I don't think it was. I feel like at the beginning of, I guess, not the beginning, but when Twitter came out and Instagram came out, I didn't think too much of it, although I, I know one thing I learned at my first job, which was shop, et cetera, and it was, it was all about shopping, was they wanted their name to be clear what it's about. And so when I thought of Beauty and the Feast, I just wanted a name that was clear about what this was about. And therefore, the only branding I thought of was like, okay, everything on my social media channels has to be consistent, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and In terms whatnot. of your handle. In terms of my handle, just in terms of my handle. As far as what I put out there 
uh, again, I didn't, it wasn't so um, thought out at the beginning because I'm just like, I'm just putting me out there, whatever, my family, my friends. I would say in the past year, I start to think more about, okay, I know my friends follow me because they're my friends. Uh, I know that people who are my relatives follow me because, you know, I'm related to them, but I start thinking a little bit broader. Why are people following me? Um, And I think most associated, I write a lot more beauty articles, makeup articles. So I guess I started to more consciously um, put out uh, pictures or tweet, well, tweets not as much, but Instagram, I would say, is more curated to uh, beauty, makeup, and food, because I still have that as part of my thing, and my name is Beauty and the Feast on um, Twitter. So, uh, you know, I guess I I was more like, okay, it's going to be less family and friends, less personal stuff, more beauty-related. So, therefore, there are more, like, selfies, which is usually was never my thing. There was more um, images of me, because I feel like if people are following me, I assume they want to see me (laughs) you know Um, and not in like an egotistical way it's just more like okay if uh, if you're covering beauty and makeup you gotta show makeup you know Mm -hmm. even though like I like to be experimental with it but at the same time I'm also kind of a natural girl so Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, that's just kind of, I mean, it was hard at the beginning. I, I know I, I told this to some people, but I had a discussion with my sister-in-law, and she was saying, um, you know, do you think that there's, like, a big disparity between Instagram and, like, who you really are? Do you ever think about that? What if people, like, see your Instagram and think you're a different type of person? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm sure that happens, but yeah. I can't expect everyone to, to go it. to my Instagram to know who I am personally. Right. Like, yeah. I think there should Personally, I think there should be a little bit of a disconnect without being inauthentic, you mm-hmm. know? So whatever I put out there, that is something that I really like or I think is pretty or, you know, that I travel to, but it doesn't mean that it's all of me. I can't put all sides of my personality on my Instagram. And nor should you feel like, like you. feel like you need to, right? Or want, want to do that. Yeah. I think, and I think the difference is, like, you've been doing this for so long mm-hmm. that for people, I think the people that we're thinking of are the kinds of profiles that we've seen are people who Instagram gives them the platform to now suddenly experiment whereas for you it's another arm but for you it's like you're actually this is what you've been doing for so long and this is just like kind of you don't fall into that trap of having to sell yourself as much because you're already established and you've also like grown into it right you've eased into it and I mean admittedly I'm biased because I'm such a shame of groovy but (laughs) I don't think there is a huge disparity between like who you are in real life versus the image you project on Instagram yeah you have like the selfies and stuff but it's also not the same like mannequin pose just against a different backdrop in different places right like you'll show kind of spur of the moment here I had a shitty hair day (laughs) right like and that's very like telling of your personality it is, or very it, in sync with your personality it is hard in some way because I feel like um at least I would I mean, most of us raised just like you know um don't show yourself too much be humble yeah. be this and that yeah. so I guess in some ways I was like is this mm-hmm. being narcissistic yeah. right am I saying that right? I don't know um and that was something I toyed with a lot because I, I had trouble with it because I'm like I don't want a bunch of pictures of yeah. myself but I, I kind of feel like you know when you're thinking about branding and you're thinking about like uh 
makeup and all these things that you want to show. And I mean, working at Allure is just really cool because there's a lot of cool things happening all the time, a lot of yeah. cool experiences. You know, it's I feel like it makes sense yeah. to show some of that. Um, and, you know, whatever people think. At, at the beginning, I used to be like, I don't want to be that girl. I don't want to be, you know yeah. what I mean? But I, I think I'm starting to think more like, um, I, you know, you see what people respond to and then you kind of go accordingly in some ways. When Because be, before, I, like I said, I, I don't think it was as conscious. Yeah. Um, now I'm a little more conscious, you know, um, and of, of course, if I write something, I try to put it there and, you know, put the links and it's not all about beauty and the feasting or it's a little bit more about my writing as just, you know, an editor here. So, yeah, so I was, think that what you're talking about, like um, kind of what you're taught, I think that's global, right? I think girls when they're younger in general or like women in general are taught like here is modesty and here's how mm -hmm. you should project your image mm -hmm, and right. you know don't appear to be xyz or you know too loud or whatever whatever but that's just exacerbated 10 million times over in the south asian community right. so don't draw attention to yourself yeah. yeah and like don't um don't seem too mod you yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah especially exactly. because i know you're like a conservative um muslim and all of that so can you talk about if you've received any kind of pushback from the south Asian or Muslim community or even from like your family right yeah I, I feel like if I were to start doing it my mom be like yo <laughs> relax well I you know I will say that um I'm really blessed because my family is so I mean even if my mom will say things as yeah. like a protective mother she's so supportive still so supportive and so laissez-faire about right. so much stuff and I think it's at a point where they just really know who I am so they're not too um you know like I don't know what the word is, like to involve in that part of it, which right. is nice. Um, and they know who I am and my friends know who I am. So I feel like the only, I honestly, I, maybe I'm at a place in my life where I just don't care yeah. <laughs> that I don't pay attention. And yeah. honestly, like the, the comments and stuff in my Instagram have never been over. I'm not huge, you know, on Instagram. Right. Like I don't have as many followers as like a big beauty blogger with thousands and mm -hmm. millions of followers. So I guess, um, you know, I don't really have a lot of people. Hey. Who are, yeah, well, I'm I'm lucky in that way because I That's feel like awesome. it's still a small, you know, yeah. amount of following. Yeah. I don't I don't really receive too much. I, I do feel like um, I, I guess the only comments are like, you know, um, I don't know if comments or maybe it's a self-conscious thing where I was like, I feel like people think I'm a different kind of girl than I'm actually am because of what I, the industry I'm in or yeah, like, yeah. you know, like you said, I, I, you know, even with practicing as a Muslim, you, you sometimes I, I think about like how people perceive, I used to think about that. Now, mm -hmm. now it's just kind of like, I don't really care. Yeah. You know, I'll, right. I'll answer any question and, you know, and my parents and my family, um, as, as, I can, I can speak to my parents is just like they've just been very very supportive my parents are really um, good about telling me that they're proud of me that I'm you know because I think they know it's a hard um, field and it's not yeah. a very uh, normal pathway and from the beginning um, you know I feel like they've been supportive of doing what I'm passionate about especially my dad he was like very like just be do whatever you love but be good at it yeah. and just kill at it you know and yeah. and he's very you know vocal about that which is great you which know? is great in theory but it's really hard to like give your kid that practical yeah. advice I also right? think because that's you the want exception to a lot of yeah. people, you know, and, and not because they're controlling right uh, but you want your kid to be successful but it's like you come, yeah they always like, come from a good yeah, place yeah it's like yeah. you come to this country as an immigrant yeah. you make your life you yeah. do what, what you know what you can to yeah. give your kids the life that you you wanted yeah. or 
or um, you didn't have, and then your kid's like, I don't want to be a doctor yeah. or a lawyer or engineer, I do right? Pottery. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be a writer. Yeah. yeah. So I want to start a podcast. Like, they, yeah. <laughs> understand. It's like it's just, and I think that's great because I really think it's it's an exception to the rule because yeah. not many. And uh, not many South Asian parents would be very supportive of yeah. of following a non-traditional Yeah, and that's why I think I'm very lucky. But I also feel like, for me, it was hard navigating it because I didn't have anyone to look up to. to. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of so girls. Yeah. yeah, but, like, when I was going through it, I didn't really have a role model. <laughs> yeah, so actually, could you... Yeah. I would love it if you could kind of talk a little bit more about that because mm-hmm. you are one of the few established brown beauty bloggers out there that's been in it for yeah, a minute for, for a long for yeah. a long time well I definitely uh am conscious of the fact that I had no because I, I would I remember the only time I remember looking at someone being like I want to do something like she does we took a field trip when I was young I think it was like fifth or sixth grade and we went to the Chicago Tribune and there was um like a South Asian journalist <laughs> so bad that I don't remember her name but mm-hmm. I just remember seeing her being like I want what yeah. you're doing and and I thought it was so cool that she was working at the Chicago Tribune you yeah. know like and um, I I never really wanted to do newspaper but I feel like just seeing her made me feel like I could do this it's an option yeah. it's an option yeah. and um, and I, I also remember like I, you know auntie saying like I don't know if you want to go on that field and yeah. stuff and being very like I don't know if this is a good way to go but I I do feel like now when people reach out to me um, and I don't consider myself a role model I, I do understand Understand that it is it makes enough a with the humility. No, no, but I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. Like, yeah. it's a weird. It's a weird. It's a weird. Position, like, I don't right? think anyone would ever. You're not setting out to be a representative. Yeah, right? but, but I it do. ends up being that way because there are so few minorities in the game. Yeah, and yeah. I think I'm, I'm a lot. Maybe we could talk about it later, but I'm a lot more conscious about that in my writing, my ideas. Mm-hmm. But when someone does reach out to me, I'm very receptive because I, in my mind, I'm like I didn't have that, and yeah. to just talk to someone. I've talked right. to so many amazing girls who just reached out to me, want a cup of coffee, just wanted to know yeah, what yeah. they're doing. Um, now, I feel like, you know, still, like, if anyone ever wants to talk or, like, ask me about my field, like, I, I'm very... Um, conscious that this is this they have this is who they're looking to to try mm-hmm. to um, you know get into break in you yeah. know because there's no linear path right yeah. like I, I feel yeah, like a lot it. of for me it was a lot of um, you know luck and opportunity yeah. and you know and I learned a lot because I don't think I had a <laughs> and you also <laughs> so I think have to carve your own niche right so like you paired beauty with food which not a lot of people do at all but yeah. it's like this kind of really interesting space that you carved for yourself right. because you love both of those things so much. So Especially five years ago. You'll see that now, yeah, yeah, yeah. but not right. five years ago. It was right. very authentic, but it's also, too. Exactly. Yeah. It's so loved. authentic, yeah. and it's so gen. It's, like, like, not an act. Yeah, like, right. be- beauty and makeup, and when I first started working at a magazine and turning, I was like, oh, my God, there's a whole section for this? You could yeah. just be a beauty editor? And I really yeah. wanted to do a beauty blog, but I didn't. There's so many. I mean, even at the time, not so yeah. many, but there were beauty blogs. It was done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I started thinking, what else do I like? I like to eat <laughs> at the time. Now I like to cook, but at the beginning, it was like, I just like discovering New York through food. My mm-hmm. rule was like go to every restaurant at least once and you can't go back unless you bring someone new but just to just to like see different restaurants and then um it got to a point where people kept asking me where should I go where should I go and I'm like you've been in New York for like ever why are you asking me and then when I realized okay maybe I could help people or like maybe I could review these places that I'm going to um that's when I'm like unless you have that mindset like it's very easy I've been in New York I did undergrad law school yeah and you you become such a creature of habit like I have my same four or 
five yeah, places right. and like that's where I'm at unless you have that specific mindset right. like I want to learn I, all these new neighborhoods I and think stuff. it sort of started at the end of college uh, because I had a friend that would take me to different restaurants and I'm like oh my god I didn't know that all these places existed yeah. um, and then it kind of like bled into like when I moved to New York and I just felt like for me like I mean, I, before it was just home, you know, food, and now it's like, I'm on my own, I gotta, you know, so, and it, it took away the, I guess, fear of cooking, yeah. or like the intimidation of cooking, because yeah. I start to think, I want it now, I want to be able to emulate what yeah. I like, and right. that's when I kind of, for it, I really do feel like starting the blog made me love cooking as much as I do now, whereas yeah. before I was very intimidated by it, mm-hmm. so it was a process, it's not something I always did, but I love doing it now, yeah. I, I don't really even eat out now too much, it's yeah. in my blog, if you, if most of the time, if there's food, it's the recipe. Your so. Snapchat oh. is forever delicious. <laughs> delicious. Yeah, my Snapchat and it's is always like I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just gonna. Yeah. <laughs> and you know when I used to see my mom do that, I was like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. You know. Yeah. What I mean? But it's funny because I feel like you, you before I used to like baking because it was so exact, and I didn't like cooking because yeah. it was so like creative. Yeah. But yeah. now I'm the opposite. Like I love create, uh, you know, creating. This is the same. Yeah. Like I feel like I don't like baking because. I don't want to bother with measuring. Yeah, so I, uh, that's how I've always like approached cooking. Is like I'm just gonna try it and see yeah. what happens. Yeah, so, like, totally. It tastes good if I don't change it. Yeah. No. Um, you just did this super dope article on Mindy Kaling, which and she retweeted. She it out. <laughs> I saw it in my pod, which is amazing. Um, so I feel like we were talking about how there's a lot of South Asian women in this industry now. Um, mm-hmm. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like a lot of them still kind of only cater to the South Asian community, whereas you, by way of your mm-hmm. position at Allure and also this blog that you've had for so long that was never catered towards any particular demographic, mm-hmm. um, your demographic kind of transcends race and color and mm-hmm. stuff. How is it um, being a South Asian woman in an industry that not a lot of South Asian women have strong voices in, right? right? Yeah. The, the, the ideal is Western beauty. Right? Yeah. Um, so I feel like I start to be more conscious of the different perspective that I could offer uh, working here because, uh, yeah, before I don't think... I just I assume my demographic is more South Asian by nature of being South Asian, but I never really, and I do feel like a lot of people who reached out to me were of that background, mm-hmm. although I didn't consciously cater to that. Um, but being here and understanding that we have very specific needs, um, I guess that's where a lot of my story ideas kind of stem from. And I before where I used to be a little more shy about it, mm-hmm. and I think the difference is now I'm more like I, I see it as a strength as far as being able to bring a perspective that wasn't yeah. there before yeah. or as a strong of a perspective and uh, yeah just for the background the, the article she's referring to um Mahek was referring to was uh, Mindy Kaling had did a list of her beauty racks and I had pitched that idea I don't know if anyone had covered it because she had written the list a while ago but then I saw some some outlets saying like oh this is just her list here are the products and I'm like well what's a more interesting way to approach this yeah, um, right. and then I'm, I, I'm like well I'm brown so yeah. like why don't I try her products yeah. and I see if I like them yeah. and um, honestly they were on point yeah. <laughs> but I mean I, I was more uh, proud of the fact that this was something an idea that I had that I kind of took the lead on and I you know I tried all the products I did the photos and you know and I was so happy that I liked the products because it would suck to be like ah, yeah, she's yeah. wrong no but she, it was really good and, and I was just really happy that it was so well received yeah. um, and that you got her nod of approval but it just to me um you know I I I feel like it's more of a 
you know, I don't look at it as like, oh, I'm this lone wolf or like anything like that. I, I do feel like it's a strength and it's, it's there's like, a need too, there's a need. Right? Yeah. And, there's, and we're there's so, a definite need there's for so, it. I feel like brown girls have such specific issues, right? Yeah. Like, so I, I just think about when I was younger looking at magazines, mm-hmm. if I saw anyone that was like brown <laughs> at all, I was like, oh my God, I was like, so gravitate to that article or that recommendation, product recommendations. But a lot of times when they're talking medium skin tone, they're talking Latinas or, you know, olives. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and I know that we have like a very <laughs> disparity yeah. of yeah. like skin tones and undertones, yeah. but that's what makes it so unique. But I think it's also beyond just complexion, right? It's also like your features, like the things yeah. that white women play up or the things that black women play yeah, up yeah. aren't necessarily the features that we play up. Yeah, or like our like issues, like I feel like under eye circles yeah. and like, you know, uneven skin tone yeah. and these things are very, like, not, I mean, we're not the only, you know, yeah. race that has it, but I feel like it's more magnified and, you know, when people ask me, always whenever I meet someone who's like, yeah. oh, what's the best under eye cream? Always, yeah. you know, yeah. and I think that's just so specific. What is the best under eye cream, beauty editor? <laughs> you gotta read my articles. <laughs> Can't reveal everything here. I gotta leave a sense of mystery I don't know but yeah um I don't know if I answered your question (laughs) I I feel like yeah yeah yeah. I Um, feel like it's it's definitely like uh I look at it as something like okay what different perspective can I bring to this based on being South Asian that you know I think I'm the only one in the magazine that is and you know how can I look at some the same thing but do it in a more a way that caters to that you know yeah. to our population I guess you know I'm, I'm happy to be here I, and they're awesome about being really receptive to those ideas because yeah. I used to have a bunch of these ideas and be like no one would really care or yeah, I was yeah. so shy honestly yeah. uh, no pen intended <laughs> no but I was so I was so shy is my Pretty nickname um, I was I was so <laughs> right <laughs> no but I was so shy to pitch ideas because I'm like they're going to think it's dumb yeah. or like they're going to be but the worst is when you, this is the worst this is why you should always trust your gut when somebody else does it when somebody else does it and then you're like oh my god I had that idea that was my idea (laughs) it went into my head yeah I know and then the idea that I thought was dumb is like everyone is sharing it on Facebook and it's amazing Uh, yeah and and so my goal is to never let that happen (laughs) and I think that confidence factor huge comes with I, I don't I feel like it's, I don't know if it's just like being South Asian and not having role models you're just kind of like a little yeah. more reserved and approaching yeah. those kinds of things and I feel like see, having that representation and seeing more, more brown folk on TV and in the media in general helps because like you said yeah, you saw, so that's what spurred your interest in writing was like seeing this yeah south asian journalist right and also yeah, just and then, building up your own platform yeah. right so where you were five years ago versus like i remember the first iteration of your book, yeah. your blog <laughs> very like, different yeah and what your like logo looked like yeah. and what your layout looked like yeah. right and it just like, for reference through... it was my name spelled out with my hair it was like a cartoon figure it was really so funny i really liked it it was really it was cute, cute. but to da- see where you started from yeah. to where you are now it's completely different yeah and, and i I feel like some people probably go into it as natural trailblazers. There are people like that. Um, I always was into, I guess, shrinking myself. Like very, and I'm very. Mm-hmm. Cool. Now I look back and I realize that's what I was doing. Yeah. I've been in magazines for like 
years mm -hmm. and it's funny because now I'm writing a lot more but the confidence factor I don't know if it's experience yeah. if it's age um, if it's just um, just realizing that you have something to offer yeah. that's different but also appreciated um, yeah. so I think all those come into play and I don't think I always had that but I didn't go into it being like I'm gonna lead I'm gonna yeah. do that it's weird like I, I, I think now I feel much more I guess confident in my ideas and feeling really creative lately so I think yeah. it's a short hair don't care attitude <laughs> <laughs> yeah because I chopped off my it really changed things it and you, oh my god yeah. I hung out with you that one day for Fasha and the yeah. next day I was like um, that's it there's, it all so, off. there's so much I that I'm anymore. like I don't care and I it helps it comes so much with, I think it honestly comes with age because I it does so yeah. to your point about like representation like you're not you didn't set out to be a role model but mm -hmm. because there's such a lack of representation yeah. you end up being one and mm -hmm. people like hit you up because there's nobody else to hit up yeah. and so I started when I started my blog my joke post like once a year I don't know what the fuck I'm doing yeah. I don't like write that often but I remember when I started um uh, so, uh, somebody uh, acquaintance of mine had contacted me and she's like can we get dinner blah 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 and I was like alright cool and then it turned into like her being like how did you start this and what you know blah blah and I was like what? dude what <laughs> yeah. like, but it's because of that like dearth of, of yeah. representation of people doing it and then I told her I was like listen at, at a certain point you have to you just stop giving a shit yeah. and that's why I started it because like for years I've always been interested in yeah. writing and I've had these yeah. ideas in my head but I never put pen to paper because I was scared yeah and the, of like what people would say of myself you know like a bunch of things and then at a certain point I don't know if it's like just like there's a switch yeah. and you just like I that's don't give so a fuck true. I'm also such a firm believer in like how people react to authenticity and like genuineness mm -hmm. right so I think when you are very truly and like sincerely passionate yeah. about something whether yeah. it's writing or makeup or whatever it is like that comes across and people really 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 respond to it yeah and I, and I think that's the thing is like uh, with the whole um non-traditional career path stuff is that especially with like in, when you have immigrant it's not just that community when you have immigrant parents in general there's like a lot of worth tied to your profession right yes. mm -hmm. um and being and then and that that passion doesn't necessarily translate right it doesn't yeah. factor in yeah. and so being able Unless to show you're passionate like, about medicine yeah <laughs> right so that's the thing is like that 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 i think is what people tend respond to is like all right you're not doing you're not a lawyer you're right. not, you know but what you're, you're doing what you love and you seem to really care about right. it yeah and you're not a poser well, yeah there's and there's, it's not just something you decided to pick up because yeah. you're bored at home there's yeah. a yeah there's a couple things uh that you guys said that made me think of one thing is uh being afraid to write there's yeah. um I, I know the experience and just you know not caring and all that yeah. helps but you know there was a book that really was uh, was really pointed about this was called the courage to write i believe mm. i read a long time ago and um if anyone is is thinking about or like afraid to write or ha feel that feeling that's a great book to read um i want to pick that up yeah no it's great i love lo <laughs> uh, no it's a great book start. and i remember just being at the bookstore and i don't know what i was looking i always look at the self-help section yeah. i think i should have been a psychologist that would be like my backup career because i'm so interested in people and like yeah. personalities and stuff yeah. so i'm always end up at that section and non-fiction whatever so i found that book and i read it and it's a great book um and the other thing was i feel like being inspired i feel like i 
realize so much more now um, it, with my experience that it makes such a difference who you surround yourself with yes. and talk about oh, ideas yeah. and just creative people. And I really, really gravitate towards creative people no matter what field, yeah. like, you know, if it's the arts, if it's music or if it's um, writing or anything, I am very inspired by very, you just have to give a little bit of that creativity mm -hmm. out there. And I just totally like, you know, I'm, I'm on it. Yeah. And so uh, I think New moving to New York was so uh, like essential to, and I didn't realize it at the time because I thought I was moving here for like two years and that's it I mean Chicago is a very like I, I think a lot of cities have a lot to offer I was in the suburbs so I can't really say I was in Chicago <laughs> the city but moving to New York did so much to nurture that creativity bring it out um, being inspired it really is I mean I think New York is unique in that way because they bring out all the artists right yeah. so I do think that um, even my small circle not, even if they're not if they don't consider themselves creative people just encouraging people because yes. yeah. my circle is yes, very yes, yes, encouraging yes, yes. and Absolutely. very uplifting and yes. I think we're all give that to each other to this kind of stuff yeah, yeah across the board I mean if any career that you have but like it really is so important and I realize the reason why I think my creative juices have been flowing so much more lately is because I'm just around positivity. positive positivity yeah. really and yeah. I try to kind of put that out in my Instagram like I think one girl commented recently and it really like I mean I don't get a whole lot of comments that I can't keep up with it by any means but I so I read every single one and I really I try to respond to every single person if I know them or not but um one girl she's she always leaves the sweetest comment her it's like V Jones or something something 23 go look her up she's really nice and she's a great artist um and she just leaves the most positive comments yeah. and one time she I think she said something like you always are seem so happy and positive and I just like that she responded to that because that's what I want to put out there and yeah. that's how I try to feel you mm -hmm. know obviously not I'm not always like on this yeah. high but like I do feel very like you know happy about yeah. I think my happiness a lot stems from being creative For and sure. yeah so like yeah. those that's just all I, I think no, I think that's really a, an important factor and I don't think people realize the importance of having Absolutely. people who encourage you because yeah. um when I finally started my blog and everybody already knows the story, but my ex-boyfriend was not heard about that yeah. fine gentleman yeah. in For a while. while. <laughs> so I figured I'd remind you guys that a terrible ex-boyfriend. <laughs> but uh, my latest Instagram speaking post of positivity. About that. <laughs> but it yeah, I just so, realized. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's like it's what it, like he what, this person who's supposed to be yeah. it, who he plays a significant role in my life wasn't very supportive, and it and it hurt. Like yeah. and then, and that was one of the reasons that led to. I was just like you know just one of those things that makes you think like if this person isn't supportive isn't contributing value to my life what are we doing here what are we doing here yeah. um and and then like constructive ways like yeah. all right like my cousin will reads my shit and she'll tell me like this is stupid. terrible don't do yeah. this right. or like or you know like and i was gonna say it a nice way i was gonna she doesn't do that in a nice yeah. way. Like, you know like uh, that's you, you don't have to love everything that i right. put out there right care like, enough just to care like to care look, about it. To care yeah. about it. You don't need to read everything. You don't need to look at every like you know. You don't have to comment, but just knowing that you're there yeah. supporting, like yeah. just sharing it without yeah. even a right. thought, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. They don't like none of my friends are into writing the way I am. Yeah. yeah. But no one's like sitting there like you're stupid for. Yeah. yeah. It, you know. Yeah. Just, they're like it's really cool. I'll like keep it up. I'd love to read whatever. Okay. And I think that's really really important. Yeah. Because it does important. help with the like getting so creative. That's definitely body. something we've talked about before too. Um, just how rampant it is within South Asian women, especially mm -hmm. like 
I don't want to say it's rampant to be catty, but I feel like there's definitely, and maybe it's a global thing, maybe mm-hmm. it's not just South Asian women, but there's always this element of, like, kind of shit-talking, knocking mm-hmm. the other person down, projecting your insecurities. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine that in an industry like this, and, like, beauty and fashion and makeup, mm-hmm. it's just exacerbated. Um, do you know Superwoman from Toronto? She's, like, that big-time YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Was her name Lily Singh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she just started this campaign. Uh-huh. First, she was named as one of Forbes 30 Under right, 30s right, this right. year, which she is fucking boss as hell. And the founder of MuslimGirl.net was also mm. named to it. She's this 23 cute-ass hijabi, and I think it's super dope. Yeah. Anyway, so Lily started this campaign called Girl Love, mm-hmm. um, and she's a big kind of preacher of... Um, you know, positive, yeah, yeah, and just positivity and, like, keeping a very positive attitude. She talks about how she struggled with depression in the past and how so much of it is something you can, like, control, like, your outlook is something you can control your perspective. That's also backed up by studies as well, sorry, just... Right. um, That, um, there's a study done in England, a a very comprehensive study study done in England, um, looking at the effects of drugs versus therapy. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And... It found, like, intensive talk therapy was just as effective as an antidepressant. Right. So, like, it it really does. A lot of it is situational. Exactly. And so, to kind of tie it into our last episode, Mm -hmm. in instances where where there's an actual chemical imbalance, like, just thinking positive thoughts may not help. But anyway, um, so she's a big proponent of that. And she started this campaign called Girl Love to kind of encourage women across the world, different paths of life, different races, different all these things, um, to kind of just show support to each other and uplift each other and stuff. Do you find that... That within this industry, whether it's within like the broader fashion and beauty, or even within like this uh, South Asian, like I know you've done a lot of really interesting collaborations. Mm-hmm. You had um, Huda mm-hmm. Beauty a couple weeks or a couple months ago, mm-hmm. um, and you have met and interacted with a lot of these women. Mm-hmm. Do you find like? Can you explain what that relationship is, what the vibe is? Yeah. Do you feel like we need to be better about supporting and shouting each other out? Um, absolutely. And I, I also feel like the women that I have collaborated with are also women who share my ideals as far as uplifting and supporting each other and shouting each other out. And, you know, we retweet each other and just like little little ways yeah. of support. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like whenever I do something big or whenever they do something big, we're just like showing liking love. it and showing love. Yeah. And I, I feel like um, just in a broader sense because I follow a lot of beauty bloggers um, and I notice because like I said I don't get so much hate my channel or like Instagram is not huge to I feel like uh, attract that um, I think I think that's the reason but a lot of YouTubers I feel like do get a yeah. lot of oh, trolls yeah. right like, and you terrible. notice yeah really really terrible. bad and, and a part of me you know and I know that you know to some degree they must have disgusted and been like alright these people feel bad about themselves they're putting it out there but a lot of beauty bloggers I know Jacqueline Hill just recently put out a video saying did, like yeah. yeah just you guys like show love like why are you why you know like I have problems I'm not perfect but you know I'm not you know so I feel like it's as a community as a not just South Asian but uh, women I feel like are more I'm not saying that it doesn't happen the cattiness um I'm not in thank god I'm not in that mix but I do feel like what I've seen and what I've experienced is much more supportive um, like we're we're a small uh, like group of like if you're talking about South Asian girls and we're doing something cool and you know um, to collaborate is a lot more beneficial and, and everyone's interest you're not taking right. away from someone else if yeah. you support them yeah, right for sure. so I think you know 
I've been very lucky to, and, and I mean, Huda's whole Instagram is like basically, you know, a lot of she it. She just re-gramming yeah. and, and supporting mm-hmm. artists. I mean, her, her thing is on her Instagram, uh, I think, uh, bio is like, I love to support artists or yeah. Twitter. I'm not sure, but like. Which is so dumb. And look at where yeah. she is, you know, and I think that I, you know, like when I met her, I just feel like she has a very genuine vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, she was very open and, and just a very, like, you, you could you could feel it from yeah. her that she's a very genuine person yeah. and you know Deepika of Deepikam um, she is you know the same way and Shalini Vadera and like Shalini is someone I you know always when she I mean to give you a background she had her global goddess beauty line uh, when I was at shop etc when I first started when I was like 21 and I looked at her again like saw a yeah. South Asian woman I was like oh amazing. my god yeah. <laughs> you are amazing yeah. and um, you know it's very inspiring and to see us all come together and sort of like support each other makes a world of difference and you know honestly I get very emo about it when I when I have people like like for example that Mindy Kaling tweet like yeah. for me That's and I was talking amazing. to my, no but I was talking to my friend it's not just a tweet I mean it's amazing yeah. you know yeah. uh, that she acknowledged it and she was happy to with it to take the time out right? to take the time out but for me it was like I felt like I know how much work was put into like yeah. an article that looks very simple to yeah. other people on the outside but it takes a lot of work to yeah. do that stuff and when it's um, received well and, and valid yeah it validates you yeah and then all the people that show love for just that i mean my coworkers and oh yeah i saw so many people being like this is amazing (laughs) yeah yeah it was great no and it just to me it meant a lot because there was at least i didn't feel anyone being like oh whatever it's just a tweet but it it, to me it was is validates right you know um not just from that celebrity but just your work work. that's your your work work, you know um so yeah, I don't know if I answered your question, but you I do. I do all think. My questions. Okay, good. <laughs> like a point, I get to a point where I'm like, 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 am I red? Am I still talking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, is anyone out there? <laughs> I hope you guys are still out there. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's good because I think there is like this misconception that just women in general, right? Yeah. It's not just South Asian women, but women in general yeah. like are looking to tear each other down, yeah. right? That, that we're com- competing for all yeah. kinds of resources yeah. and right. attention. But I, I've found that in like the blogging community or like at work the women are generally pretty supportive like I've never encountered anybody who's like back the fuck off yeah yeah, yeah. um and I think and I don't know if it's because of the there's like feminism is now becoming more mainstream and like Beyonce is a feminist and Taylor Swift is like her you know milk toasty brand of feminism is still like it's still reaching girls and there has been a movement I don't know if you've seen it but like there's been a movement like let's be nice to each other and like just like be, yeah, up. just yeah. Uh, and I mean, troll. You're forever gonna have trolls, yeah. right? right. People, like I had a troll when I first started my blog, which made no fucking. It was also yeah. somebody I knew, but it's just like no. It, yeah, it, trolls in real life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like you just like you're always gonna have people, especially with the anonymity that the internet provides. You're yeah. always gonna have somebody who's gonna be like, "This is funny to me," or like, "I don't have anything better to do, and yeah. I feel shitty about my life, and this person's yeah. doing stuff. Yeah, let me hurt their feelings." But yeah. I think to your um, point, it really like you have to take the initiative to curate your surroundings as well yeah. and so there's definitely yeah. people who yeah. will and also, seek to knock I you think down but if you it's important to show that love too not just be like totally. oh it's great that everyone but I, I'm like very, before you know I'm more, much bigger on commenting and like just showing people love when I notice you know that they're doing something cool you know yeah. I think even just yeah like you don't want to be part of that 
that those like Energy. trolls in the shadow yeah, yeah like yeah. i'm all about yeah like or yeah yeah exactly. it sounds so kardashian but, but like true. the energy makes so yeah, much of a difference does. and yeah, we should all be like courtney kardashian yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right that's another episode again too. <laughs> <laughs> but that's true though is like the giving love part yeah i think yeah. people are so like caught up on like victimizing by the or, or just be like why you know stop being mean to me rather yeah. than let me be nice to people and yeah. then that'll come back around yeah, yeah totally and, it's and like you know we were talking about with relationships like you have to deserve, deserve the relationship, your relationship you want you have yeah. to like deserve the respect that you yeah. Want, yeah right yeah and yeah you can't, okay, be go an, on. Yeah, yeah. you can't be an asshole and then expect people to like your shit yeah. or like repost it yeah, yeah. and just curled. be genuine about it I, I think that there's nothing that comes out of being like I mean yeah be competitive with yourself right yeah. like that's yeah. I feel like that's my thing like, so, it's, so it's Amy Poehler's thing good for you not for me I don't like, know. I like it. Yeah. So it's like, it's a, her book, she writes, uh, it's, you know, when you see other women doing stuff, like, good for them, but not for me. Like, I still need to do. Yeah, and, and, like, and there was a, I read a lot of books when I first moved to New York, and one of them was um, the editor-in-chief of, former editor-in-chief of Cosmo, I think is Kate White. I hope I didn't mess up her name. She wrote a book about seven things for women to get success I can't remember the name but it was something that I still have it um but one of the things her chapters was uh about jealousy and um she turned jealousy into a positive thing like if you are jealous of something like try to pinpoint why you're jealous of it to get to the point where you realize what you need to do to get that too so like okay jealousy is like a natural um you know human condition right or like human characteristic so if you know if you're experiencing that like just try to be conscious and take a minute to be like why am I jealous Mm -hmm. what does she have or is she doing that I want to have in my life and then use that as a pointer to to go for it because there's no reason why you can't do the same thing or you know you're you're an individual person you're a very unique person so you can do the same thing you you won't like it's like cooking right like Mm -hmm. your mom cooks something you could probably cook the same thing won't taste the same because you're putting your own little like thing to it and your mom is doing so um not that this person's your mom but like you know it's it's like you're 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 a unique individual you you have a very creative mind and 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 there's a reason why like let's say if i'm if i look at someone like i really want to do a makeup tutorial like that like you know she did it so well and she's got it so many likes like can i do something that's similar or or different you don't have to emulate but you could be inspired right Mm -hmm. um you know take something and do it in a different way make it your own you know um and oh like i work at a magazine you know like we get a lot of freebies and stuff and you know i'm kind of aware that's a great perk you know but i was gonna say something else (laughs) but you know you see that and you're like oh i want to get like free makeup like well then you know work towards like I mean, I've been in you're this for just, like you're not, Yeah, it's not. Like I mean, we're, it's part of a job, yeah, but like, yeah. I mean, every you know, there's careers that have different perks, I guess. But like, this is like a really like specific, like you know. Uh, but we, I got to that place by being like, all right, here are the honest reviews. This is what I really like. If I like something, everyone's gonna know about it, and you know, and do what you need to do to get to that point where like you can, you could have that too. Yeah. You know, that, yeah, there, there's so enough legit. for everyone in every sense of like. I mean, I'm talking about very specific, but I think in every sense there's enough there's room for everyone and I yeah. think the leaders and the people who are successful in my eyes and that I've experienced or witnessed are the people who realize that that the more you keep like even you know I guess scholars
dollars and like knowledge you know yeah. they spread it yeah. Yeah. because you know you see like Kayla it's seen the um, I don't know if I'm saying her name right the personal trainer like yeah. she has thousands of followers because she shares her knowledge yeah. of working out you yeah. know so I think that there's no benefit to keeping your knowledge and what your experience and your talents to yourself because you're afraid someone's gonna like you know whatever uh, do the same thing or copy you because it's always gonna be your own yeah. so and sorry. I think no I was kind of a rant but no, it's <laughs> really good yeah. sense and I think we all like we're not adolescents anymore we're not like young teenagers anymore I think we all need to take kind of responsibility over our emotions and learn how to like channel negative because we're all human right, right like right. I have yeah. jealousy I have envy there's things right. you want to do whatever it may be and I think we really need to like hold ourselves accountable for um to some extent being our worst enemies and not being able to like channel that any any of those negative emotions into something that's actually constructive yeah I don't understand how trolling can feel good you know at, at some point like you say a negative thing or try to bring someone down like what is that then what so you feel great about yourself like I, mean, I don't yeah, know like I, I mean if people really like I mean I just feel like it's hard for people growing up in this age of social media it's so in this hard. age where yeah. they're they're so Everything much more exposed yeah. about the perks of this life and they think it's easy but and that's what we've talked about is like with social media you can curate right you can you you build an image of yourself Mm -hmm. and then so nobody knows like the troubles right nobody knows behind the scenes no one's gonna put they they see highlights highlights, right right? yeah um but to your point about like uh, channeling jealousy one of the probably the best lessons i learned in college was um i think it was my first from your ex-boyfriend no not (laughs) ex-boyfriend i didn't have a boyfriend in college a late bloomer. Um, but one of the best lessons I learned was when I was in class, and there was a girl um, who was one of those know-it-alls. She just knew every answer to every question and had, like, random facts, and, and uh, I would just get annoyed, right? Mm-hmm. I'd just be like, oh, of course you fucking yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember I was, like, kind of, I was complaining to another a friend of mine, and she was like, you know, um, I realized there's no point in me hating on her. I could instead I could learn something from her right. and that was like that's so fu- that's so smart that's and that's so like smart. that should be my goal yeah. instead of like hating on this girl because she's smarter than me yeah. let me learn something yeah. from her and that's like, yeah and then so that, that's why I feel like I've tried to take that approach with people that I'm like jealous of or like yeah. oh fuck like oh look yeah. at this blogger or look yeah. at this writer yeah. or this person who just published a novel yeah. like I could do that and I'm like yeah I could fucking do that yeah. so let me do it you mm-hmm. know instead of like feeling yeah. sorry for myself and then writing an essay. Yeah. also like you look at social media and you assume that like these people just rolled out and shaved yeah. Yeah. oh god looking yeah. so fucking filters but there's so a lot of like, work right like you said like that article took a long time you put yeah. a lot of thought behind yeah. it and people see one page and they're like oh she got like, yeah. Well, yeah, no, yeah. I, and I also feel like um, now the you know people. I feel like I'm writing a lot more, and, and people are like, I mean, for some people who are new, they'll be like, oh, like you just joined Allure and you're doing all this stuff. But like, I mean, people yeah. who know me, yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. there was a trajectory yeah. there. You and left was, Chicago for this. Yeah. That's not easy. And just like navigating media and this whole world, I had Nobody. no one to kind of hold yeah. my hand. So it's, I mean, I, I mean, now I look back and I realize these things. Like, you know, you have to have like a mentality where you're trying to constantly learn and, and absorb Get everything up. around yeah. you, and now that I'm more conscious of that I realize where the you know the knowledge comes from from doing what I do it it took a long time to get there and I'm, I'm very like you know 
I guess the confidence had grown a little bit more. I'm very proud of that, um, but it, it definitely wasn't an overnight thing. Or yeah. I mean, I know people who know me know that, but it's it's crazy because you know I ha- I've had really nice people text me being like, oh, it's so great to see that you're doing well and and all that stuff. But uh, and it means a lot to me. But it, it took because it took a lot of work yeah. to get there, and yeah. I and I feel like now I know a lot more people in the industry. Now I have a lot more I, I would say connects that mm-hmm. I am able to use in a way to incorporate in my writing and you know my ideas so. and yeah. Mindy says the same thing right like right, people yeah. are like oh should she blew up she didn't blow up she's she been doing this for a long ass time you read, you read one chapter in her like book about her day and you're like yeah, she's a, crazy. you know she's a writer and actress and that yeah. you just you have so much interest. so even like she, she tweeted like a few days after I'm like oh man she doesn't like my article she didn't see it or whatever yeah. I'm like oh yeah she's fucking busy yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's, yeah. yeah. she's uh, yeah she's been doing it for she was broke for the office and all of that like, she's right. been doing this for so long yeah Shall we wrap it up? Moral yes, of the story? Yes, moral of the story. One for each person? Yes. Round robin? You had, you, had, you had so many, like, good questions. Um, <laughs> Thank moral, you. What is the moral of the story? No, no, make me laugh. Come on. I'm just, <laughs> I need a minute. Uh, moral of the story for, um, oh, gosh. This mm. is, it's like, I feel like we talked about yeah, it. Yeah, we gave a lot of good morals. Yeah, I think it's just a podcast. Rewind the podcast. <laughs> just um, start from the beginning. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think moral of the story for me would be... Um, <laughs> Uh, one, make sure that the people you have around you um, add value to your life. Right? Value adds. Yeah. Very important. Um, and are truthful. I think that's, are very honest with you. And the value um, add really, could just be kindness. Yeah. Um, uh, I think that's really, really important. Um, that's like the friendships that I value are the people that are the most honest with me. Um, do what you're passionate about. And you do one moral. <laughs> oh, not all damn morals. A few morals of the story. Um, I guess also just stop giving a... F- no, my moral would be stop giving a fuck what people think. It'll only hold you back. Mm-hmm. And then make sure whoever you... The people that you care, care about their, what their feedback is. Yeah. That would be my moral. I would say I think the biggest thing for me is just be genuine and authentic in every single thing you do. Um, and whether you're like good at it or bad at it, like we all need to stop fronting so hard and yeah. just like be real humans and accept that we have imperfections and accept that we have flaws and accept that like other people do things better and we do things better and just like be real, be true to whoever you are, whatever you are, yeah. whenever you are, wherever you are. Yeah. Just, Fucking stop. I think that it's uh, for me a lot of this year has been learning to really trust my gut, which I said before, but really trusting your gut and a lot of your creative. like uh, endeavors I would say and just know that you're an individual and you're bringing something cool and real and different to the to the plate that no one else can and just be confident in that or try to be confident and if you need any uh, help with that like you know kind of what you said surround yourself by people who can give you authentic genuine advice I think those are all really important factors yeah and to the recipe of Success. Wow. Mm. Sounds so deep. Bless up. Be the success. Yeah. Uh, you want to give your all your oh, yeah. social medias? Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm on Instagram and Twitter. I think that's it, right? Beauty, the letter N as in Nancy, D as in dog, feast. And writing it all out would be too long. But beauty, we'll N, D, feast. And your blog? Oh, my blog What's is beautyandthefeastblog.com. It's beauty and the feast as well. And you could find me in Allure sometimes and uh, Allure.com. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am the Cold Shoulder Cat on Instagram, Cold Shoulder Cat, Cold Shoulder Cat 
on Twitter. What else am I on? Oh, my blog, which, I mean, is pretty much fucking defunct at this point. No. I need to... I have Be a po- true, Fiza. I have a post. Be confident. <laughs> I know. Have you learned I nothing? I have one in the works. New year, new me, all right? Yeah. Um, I have one in the works. So the blog is thecoldshouldercat.wordpress.com. And I am um, Mahek Jamil on Instagram, and I'm Nisi on Twitter, which I promise I'm going to change soon. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to find her earlier. I was like, Mahek, Mahek, Mahek. I'm like, oh, there she is. She's entirely too hot. It's going to stop. Um, we are also finally live on iTunes after months yes, and yes, months yes, and yes, months yes. of stalking them. Listen to so, us on iTunes. yeah, listen to us there. Subscribe to us there. Leave us reviews. Leave us honest reviews. Be true to yourself. We'll take Trust it. your gut. Yeah. We'll, we'll accept your perspective. Yeah, yeah. I don't give a fuck what you have to say. <laughs> <laughs> Troll you right back. Uh, thank you for listening. Shy, thank you so much for. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was fun, guys. Thanks for having us. Mm-hmm. We're sitting in your hood. Right now. <laughs> so, about those uh, free. Yeah, yeah, we're going to go steal stuff from Alorna. So, thanks, guys. We'll catch you next time. Bye bye.